welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is Christmas. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the latest product shots. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website. Or you can find one on Amazon Prime. Merry Christmas, everyone. Today is December 24th, and it's my birthday. I'm 24 today, actually. It has been an incredible year, an incredible blessing. And I think that I owe everyone out there an incredible thank you. My wife and I have had some incredible opportunities to just grow and and, and create an amazing thing here, and it's been made possible by you guys. So I want to say thank you for that. The best part of all of this has been interacting with you guys and creating this wonderful community, and I think that that's going to be a wonderful part of the future as well. I am sorry to everyone who was, I wasn't able to get your order out in time for Christmas. Uh, with just Leah and I and Sarah, we uh, weren't able to get all of them out. They have a, they each require a personalized logo and a, a nice touch and putting them together, and, and there's just uh, so many hours in the day. We are going to work as hard as we can to get them out as soon as possible, and we do have a stocking stuffer printout available on our website. If you are on the main page, it should be right there at the top. Uh, please feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or concerns. All right, so today I'm going to actually do something a little bit different. I'm going to read something that my father has read to my family and us boys for many years, and it's a wonderful tradition that I want to carry on here, and I think you're going to enjoy it. Nearly 70 years ago, the Wall Street Journal published a, part, a piece on December 24th, and it has done so every year since then. The piece is titled In Hoc Anno Domini. When Saul of Tarsus set out on his journey to Damascus, the whole of the known world lay in bondage. There was one state, and it was Rome. There was one master for all, and he was Tiberius Caesar. Everywhere there was civil order, for the arm of the Roman law was long. Everywhere there was stability, in government and in society, for the centurions saw that it was so. But everywhere else there was something too. There was oppression. For those who were not the friends of Tiberius Caesar. There was the tax gatherer to take grain from the fields and the flax from the spindle, to feed the legions or to fill the hungry treasury from which divine Caesar gave largesse to the people. There was the impressor, to find recruits for the circus. There were the executioners to quiet those whom the emperor prescribed. What was a man for but to serve Caesar? There was the persecution of men who dared think differently, who heard strange voices or read strange manuscripts. There was enslavement of men whose tribes came not from Rome, disdain for those who did not have the familiar visage. And most of all, everywhere there was contempt for human life. What to the strong was one man more or less in a crowded world? Then, of a sudden, there was a light in the world, and a man from Galilee saying, Render unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And the voice from Galilee, which would defy Caesar, offered a new kingdom in which each man could walk upright and bow to none but his God. Insomuch as ye have done unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. And he sent this gospel of the kingdom of man into the uttermost ends of the earth. 
So the light came into the world. And the men who lived in darkness were afraid. And they tried to lower a curtain so that man would still believe salvation would lie with its leaders. But it came to pass for a while in the divers places that the truth did set men free. Although the men of darkness were offended and they tried to put out the light, the voices said, Haste ye, walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in the darkness knoweth not where he go. Along the road to Damascus, the light shone brightly. But afterwards, Paul of Tarsus, too, was sore afraid. He feared that other Caesars, other prophets, might one day persuade men that man was nothing save a servant unto them, and that man might yield up their birthright from God for pottage and walk no more in freedom. Then it might come to pass that darkness would settle again over the lands, and there would be a burning of books and men would only think of what they should eat and what they should wear, and would give heed only to the new Caesar and to false prophets. Then might it come to pass that men would not look upward and see even a winter star in the east, and once more there would be no light at all in the darkness. And so Paul, the apostle of the Son of Man, spoke to his brethren, the Galatians, the word he would have us remember afterwards in each of these years of our is the Lord. Stand fast, therefore, in liberty, wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. We live in an incredible time, with an incredible opportunity for freedom, and the hope of all mankind is found in Christ, the reason for the season. From Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. And that was the first registration when Quirinus was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and lined him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them and in the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known, saying what had been told to them and concerning this child. And all who were heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. What an incredible thing. I don't know what your situation in life is. I don't know what your difficulties are, what your troubles are. 
But there's hope. There's hope for each and every one of us. Because everything passes away. We only have so much time on this earth. And then we leave it. That knowledge, that reality has helped me feel confident to leap, to trust God and to say, I'm going to make every day worth it. Every day can be an incredible thing. I'm going to let go of hate. I'm going to let go of anger. I'm going to let go of frustration. And I'm going to live joyful, knowing that because God sent his only son into this world to die for me, there's life after. This isn't my home. Heaven's my home. And knowing that allows me to live freely, to live knowing that I'm going to heaven. And that knowledge, that sure and steadfast hope is, it's everything. It's everything. It makes everything better. It makes all of the pain seem trivial and and temporary. It makes all of the difficulties and the stressors and the things I don't like they seem smaller because eternity is an awful long time. I hope and I pray for you this Christmas that whatever your trials, whatever your difficulties are, you can find hope, find peace, and find joy because it's there. It's there for everyone. Merry Christmas.